Hello, everyone, and welcome to the all-new Physical Therapy Soapbox podcast, hosted by physical therapist Dr. Andrew Rothschild and Dr. Andrew Mann. Today, with easy access to information through the internet, social media, news, as well as from family, friends, and colleagues, it can be challenging to understand not only what is accurate, but also how it applies to you. Our goal with this podcast is to curate and discuss the most up-to-date knowledge related to physical therapy and rehabilitation, as well as other aspects of health, including sleep, nutrition, and stress management. We'll also address many of the myths and misconceptions that have continued to persist within healthcare, despite years of overwhelming evidence against them. This episode is brought to you by the Virginia Center for Spine and Sports Therapy in Midlothian, Virginia. Thanks for listening. All right, welcome back to, I guess this is going to be episode three of uh, the new season of the Physical Therapy Soapbox podcast in 2021. Uh, Andrew, how you doing? I'm doing well. Excited to talk about how patients can get in to get their physical therapy a little bit more easily here with direct access. Yeah, exactly. That's going to be the topic of this episode is direct access, and that's certainly a term that um, a lot of people are unfamiliar with, even though it's been around now. Uh, pretty much my entire career really first started back in the beginning with a sort of a limited style. But I, mean, I guess the easiest way to kind of describe it is just just like you can always go see any kind of healthcare provider that you want. You know, it used to be that you couldn't see a physical therapist without a physician referral. We talked a little bit about the origins of physical therapy uh, in our last episode you know, sort of coming from the nursing profession, sort of being under the, um, you know, not necessarily the care of the physicians, but kind of being sort of having you know, almost physician oversight to a certain degree. Um, but the laws have been changing over the last several years. And now in pretty much every state, you can go see a physical therapist without needing a physician referral. And some states are, the, every state's a little bit different. Um, some are a lot more restrictive than others, but in Virginia, we can see people for 30 days without a physician referral before they might need a physician referral. And uh, there's some stuff on the potentially going to be passed soon um, in, in the, at the state government level that would increase that time to 60 days. So we're kind of we're watching that closely to see what happens. Yeah, and I, I did some research here. So 19 states currently allow unrestricted direct access. So that's what we're trying oh, to get to great. in Virginia. But that means there's no time limit for how long you can see a physical therapist before needing to go to see a doctor or somebody else, unless you're referred there by the physical therapist. Um, so it just gives us a lot more freedom and trust that we know what we're doing when it comes to identifying red flags or anything that might need to be sent to someone other than a physical therapist. Um, that is not something we necessarily treat, but when it comes to, you know, improving healthcare in this country, it allows people to get where they need to be a little bit faster. Yeah. And we're going to go through a bunch of data. So for all you people who don't like facts, facts and figures, this one is for you because there's to be a little bit of data in here, but it's kind of necessary just to, to prove the point that, um, seeing a physical therapist first for, uh, musculoskeletal conditions is not only the most efficient thing from a recovery standpoint, but it's also saves uh, money throughout the entire healthcare system. It does not, not, not only saves you, the patient money, but also uh, is less costly for the entire 
um, healthcare system. And we know how much uh, challenging and difficult and expensive uh, our healthcare system currently is. Um, and the fact that you pointed out, Andrew, that not, I didn't realize that 19 states had unrestricted uh, direct access. So that's very encouraging. So I think that certainly should be the goal for the entire profession um, is to have that unrestricted free uh, unrestricted access. There shouldn't be any limitations on people seeking physical therapy. Yeah. And I, you mentioned how it's, it's more efficient and it saves money for the whole healthcare system in the country and the, the patient in general. But I also wanted to mention that a lot of people don't realize that it's even safe um, to see their physical therapist, right? They're like, what if I have cancer or what if I have some, you know, condition that you guys don't treat? Um, we're trained to question, you know, if someone mentions they have, you know, blood in their urine or, you know, they're not sleeping well or they, you know, have un unexpected weight loss and they don't know why, you know, we, we are trained now in our doctoral programs to kind of parse through that stuff and send you to your doctor when it's an emergent condition or send you out somewhere else when you need an x-ray. Um, so it's, it's, it's been proven in the literature, at least that we're, we're as safe as going to see your primary care doctor. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you pointed that out. Uh, I didn't have that on some of the stuff that I had looked up, but I have seen research um, to that point that showed that we are just as effective usually as, as identifying red flags and, and or referring people to specialists just as effectively as when people do see their primary care doctor. Um, and it's understandable that, you know, people, again, because it's historically been that sort of um, access to care has been going through the primary care doctor first. And I think people sort of naturally have that feeling of feeling safe and, and confident going to their doctor first before going to see a physical therapist because of sort of the, the view of the, the perception of the, the professions being on sort of a different hierarchical scale. But I think we'll see when it comes to musculoskeletal stuff, you know, physical therapists really are the, should be the first point of contact uh, with those kinds of things. And they do it in other countries. I mean, Australia has that where you go see a physical therapist first, and if it's a surgical issue, they will be the ones to refer you to the surgeon, or if there's other types of stuff that needs to be worked up, you know, from other specialties, they're the ones who refer you to those specialties. It ends up being better care for the patient and um, a better uh, cost of care or lack of cost, I should say, uh, for the healthcare system. Yeah, it's, I guess it comes down to from the patient perspective, too, once you can trust that a physical therapist knows what they're doing, or you know, one who's treated you for conditions in the past, then it's kind of what are you interested in that first visit? Do you want someone who's going to provide you with self education and exercises, and things to help you get better from your musculoskeletal injury? Or do you want to go to someone who's more likely to prescribe you pills and potentially expensive imaging and things that yeah. might be unnecessary. So we, right. we start conservative first. So that's the advantage too. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to start just throwing out a little bit of data. Um, and just because, you know, one of the things that people care about um, truly is cost. You know, one of the things people want to know is how long is this going to take uh, when it comes to physical therapy and how much is it going to cost? And that cost obviously is dependent more on the individual's, uh, healthcare plan, whether it's a copay or coinsurance or deductible, those kinds of things. But certainly the more you have to go to care, the usually the greater the cost is going to be. Uh, and this was from a study in 2017 from the Journal of Orthopedic and Sports Physical Therapy. And it showed that there was almost $1,400 in savings if people saw a physical therapy therapist first for back or neck pain 
compared with seeing a primary care physician. And it also showed that there was no adverse events. So kind of going with what we talked about before with people worried about, you know, maybe something else not going on that a physician needs to clear first. Uh, in this study, which was of, of several hundred, I think it took a couple thousand people, uh, there was no adverse events. There was nothing, no red flags, no serious conditions that were missed. And to reiterate, it was, again, it was a $1,400 um, savings cost average for people with back and neck pain. Yeah. And that's, you know, one of the things that saves people a lot of money when they come to see us first versus maybe going to their primary care and even maybe being referred to an orthopedic doctor for their spine or their neck is that, you know, they, there's another research study where people who got an MRI first ended up spending almost $5,000 more on their care compared to people who went to PT first. So a lot of times that MRI is unnecessary and a lot of people have trouble getting past that because they think they need an MRI to rule out cancer or maybe even to just to see what anatomically is going on so we can address it. But from a PT perspective, we don't need to see that MRI. A lot of times that MRI is actually unhelpful. So we can address your back or your neck issue without needing the MRI results. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, as you and I both know, uh, the MRIs can be very misleading because they're, they're really usually better at showing what isn't going on rather than what is going on because multiple studies have shown, um, especially in the spine, that a lot of the changes that MRIs will pick up are actually normal, especially above a certain age. And that age is actually very young. We're talking about in the early 30s, these sort of normal age-related changes start happening like bulging discs and degenerative disc changes and other kind of osteophyte formation. Um, These things are very normal in asymptomatic people. So the problem is just because they show up on an MRI, really most of the time is no correlation with people's symptoms and then when they get that MRI, it can look scary, it can sound scary, and then that often leads to further tests and other diagnostic stuff, and that tends to drive up the cost. Yeah, I mean, do you really need $1,000 to tell you that you're getting wrinkles on the inside of your body just like you are right. on the outside of your body, too? Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, and, and furthermore, result, you know, other studies have shown that when these things happen, the outcomes are no better than if they had gone to a physical therapist first. So it, it's, took, it's taken longer, it's cost more money and they're not actually even getting better to begin with. And yeah. we're, we're, we're really trying to nip that in the bud, so to speak, and, and, and hopefully get people aware that they don't need these things. They can come in right away. And if we feel like there is something going on that certainly needs workup, I tell my patients, I'll be the first one to tell you if I, if I don't like something and I think you need further workup, I will definitely send you to get that done. I'm not gonna keep you here um, for not that for something that's not going to be helpful for you, but for most, again, 90, 95% of people, they're not going to need those things. Right. Yeah. And then I think also addressing the, the musculoskeletal expert term and patients having confidence in us to be able to parse those things out and know when, when to send them to an MRI or not. There's a bunch of research out there to point that from a diagnostic accuracy standpoint, we're more accurate than a primary care physician because we have all that extra education on the musculoskeletal system. And then we are just as accurate, if not more accurate than orthopedic surgeons in a lot of cases. And just think about how much time you spend with your physical therapist on that first visit, an hour, a lot of times, maybe at least 45 minutes. With that orthopedic surgeon, you might get five to 10 minutes. So, you know, 
you get a lot more time to parse out what's actually going on with your PT. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And keeping with sort of the the cost uh, aspect of things, uh, this was I came across as well. I can't remember what year this came from, but it looked at the average cost of ten PT visits, which came out to be a thousand dollars. Again, this is average. Uh, one MRI was twenty six hundred dollars. So in comparison, almost, almost three times as much as ten PT visits. A two night hospital stay uh, is about thirty eight hundred dollars. So almost four times as much. And a one-year supply of opioids is $6,700, so almost seven times as much as 10 PT visits. So again, a lot, a lot of people will, you'll hear them say like, oh, physical therapy is expensive. Well, this kind of shows that it really isn't when you're comparing to um, other, other uh, common interventions and experiences for people with, uh, with back pain, neck pain, and even um, other musculoskeletal issues. Yeah. And I, you know, I found another research study just on back pain in general, where if you get in to see a physical therapist quickly, uh, we talk about how that access to care, um, the quicker you get in to see us, usually the better results we get with you. Um, And it showed that within 14 days of onset of back pain, when patients arrived at a physical therapy clinic, they saved 50%. It was about $3,000 for their average cost of treatment for back pain versus 6,000 if they didn't go to a physical therapist right away and their treatment was delayed. Say they went to their primary care doctor and it took a while to get a referral and then right. it took them a while to get into PT and actually start their exercises, their manual therapy. You know, the, the quicker you can get into CS a lot of times that really saves you a lot of money and gets you better quicker. Yeah. And again, this is not just us saying this. I mean, the research is saying this too. Um, one more study showed that this was from uh, Physical Therapy Journal in 2013, um, when patients saw a physical therapist first, they reported a higher level of satisfaction with care and had better outcomes at discharge. And they also had less visits. So they had fewer visits than if they went directly to see a physical therapist than if they had seen a physician first. So again, all these things are people want to get better quicker and they want to save money. Well, it seems very clear that the best ways to do that is see a physical therapist first so take advantage of that direct access, uh, which states have. Yeah. And, you know, there's a shortage of primary care doctors in the country right now. Um, there's not enough doctors graduating from med school. There's not enough people going into primary care. There's nurse practitioners, physician assistants that I'm sure a lot of you are used to seeing a lot more now than your typical doctor or the orthopedic doctor. So physical therapists are just another way for you to access the healthcare system and get quick cost effective and care that'll get you better quickly. Yeah, exactly. And then I think that the big thing too, is that, you know, primary care doctors are also really good at diagnosing medical things or determining that something needs further workup because it's sort of, you know, beyond what their um, capabilities are that someone might need a lot more involved kind of care. Um, But they don't necessarily get a ton of musculoskeletal uh, training as they go through it. I mean, some get a little bit more than others, but as a whole, it's a pretty small amount. Um, So again, some, you know, they want to always treat people and give them something to do. And a lot of times that involves medication, sometimes it's advice. Um, But again, they may not necessarily know the best things because that's not what they specialize in. Well, this is what we specialize in. 
Uh, and so we're really set up to really give a lot better advice and a lot better treatment sort of guidance. You know, just as, as you wouldn't don't, you know, you wouldn't come to us if you have a fever or the flu, because we're not, we don't know what to do with that. You know, it, it's, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. And it's just, you know, at the end of the day, I think what really appeals to people is, wait, you mean I don't have to pay another copay and go see an extra doctor? I can just come straight to you? And they're like, yeah, of course yeah. I'll do that. Especially if they have had this injury before or they just have a good sense that it's coming from a musculoskeletal injury, a muscle, a tendon, a bone. It's something that we can deal with quickly for them rather than them having to go through this kind of system. Yeah, exactly. And I'll say anecdotally, I find that um, treating people who come directly in uh, is it's a, it's a lot easier. It's definitely I see them a lot less. Um, the outcomes are, are, are really good, and I don't spend as much time undoing a lot of misinformation. You know, again, not that physicians are giving people wrong information. But, you know, when they see one physician, they see another physician, they get a specialist, see a specialist, they get an MRI done, an X-ray done. You know, they're getting a lot of different information, um, some of which is not always uh, the most up to date. And so a lot of time, I feel like we spend even sometimes several weeks trying to undo a lot of that, um, the fears that come with uh, some of that information, the fears and apprehensions, which kind of seem to, seem, uh, seem to compound the problem. Um, and so that whole step gets avoided when we get to see people who come right in and it almost, they're almost in a better state, um, mentally and emotionally, uh, with the rehab process. Yep. That's, you know, the, the end message there is it'll cost you less and you'll get better faster. Who wouldn't want that? Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Any, uh, any final thoughts on this topic, Andrew? Uh, you know, it's just. We, we debate about the healthcare system in this country and how many things need to be fixed and, you know, how hard it is to get in to see the doctor. And it's just, this is going to make life easier on you. So if you feel like you need physical therapy, use that direct access. Yeah. And if you're not, you know, in Virginia, like I said, we have 30 days. Uh, it's covered by insurances. You don't nothing you have to worry about from that standpoint. It might soon to be 60 days, which would be great. If you don't live in Virginia and listen to this podcast, uh, like I said, every state has some sort of direct access. Some are a little bit more limited, but you can always certainly find out um, what your state laws are or when you call a physical therapist, uh, they, they should be able to provide you with that information as well. But certainly, and, and like Andrew summed up a few minutes ago, saving time, saving money, getting you better faster. I mean, it's, it's kind of, it's win, win, win all the way. So Andrew, where can people... Uh, find you if they need more information about you and what you do on social media um if they're looking for me on instagram uh, they can look for running man dpt excellent and you can find myself at spear underscore physio and of course we're both with the virginia center for spine and sports therapy you can find us at vcsst.com all right everyone have a great day we'll talk to you next time Thank you for listening to the Physical Therapy Soapbox podcast. You can find us on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and more. Please leave us a five-star review and even tell your friends, family, colleagues, neighbors, anybody who you might think would benefit from this information about us. 
For more information on the Virginia Center for Spine and Sports Therapy, you can find us on the web at vcsst.com. And for any questions you'd like to have maybe answered on the podcast, you can email me at andrew at vcsst.com.